One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I'm Ollie Davis, and I'm joined by Luke Owen, D A D. Hello, Swap Nation, and a hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the devil are you? Have you recovered from full gear? Yeah, I think so. You know my aura ring. Oh, I which do just know. got a, yeah, yeah. just got an update. Uh, it can now track my periods. Mm-hmm. When I have them, the second one, you know, the one you got like the through yes. your uh, your because you're so famous. Oh yeah, you got one of them, and then they sent you an updated one. What happened to the first one? I gave it to Andy. Why have Andy of all people? He's not, he's not going to use it. He has been using it. The he the reason I gave it to him is because he said mine <laughs> when he saw it, and Pete went, "No, I want it," and Andy went, "But you got the last manscaped, and I never got a Ridge wallet." I was like, actually, okay, that's fair. But and he's always getting manscaped offered, and he never takes them because we've got loads. because he's got some. He's he's got all the. I think everyone's now got all the manscaped products. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I wake up mm-hmm. ninety one on Monday. Ninety uh, out of a hundred. Out of a hundred, my best score I've ever got. But that's probably because you were so tired. Yes, that you were just like flat out asleep, right? I slept ten hours. Wow between Sunday night and Monday morning. Mm-hmm. And I had Monday off, took it chilled, went to the gym, took it chilled, just chilled, chilled, read some Animal Man comics by Grant Morrison, finished it, 1989 classic run. Mmm, chill, chill, chill. How about you? Uh, so I we finished doing the podcast at about half six-ish? Yeah, yeah, because we got... About seven, I think. Yeah. yeah. When and, all was said and done. But my train back home wasn't until 20 to nine. So I hung around in the office for a little bit. Then I walked to Stratford and the Westfield wasn't open because it was Sunday. Mm. So I walked to the Stratford Mall where there was a McDonald's. And I bought myself a egg and cheese McMuffin with a hash brown mm. and a coffee did you put the hash brown in the muffin? I didn't know I had it separately. Okay. I didn't think of that. That's a good idea. And then I ate that. I consumed it. And I enjoyed it so much. I, I left and I paused. And I thought, 
I'm going to have another one. Going to double dip. I went back to the McDonald's and I ordered the exact same thing again, only this time with an orange juice uh, rather than the coffee. And then I had that and I did not enjoy it as much the second time round. You tried to chase the high. I, I mean, did. like, you know, that's what heroin users do. Yeah, so that didn't quite work. And then I went to the station and I had to sit there for about 20 minutes waiting for my train. It was quite cold. And then I nearly nearly fell asleep on the train. It's only like 20 minutes. Like to get to, it's a fast train. To get to Ashford. And I nearly fell asleep. And then I woke myself up just before I got to Ashford International to change over. Changed over. All fine. Got home at 9.55. And I know it was 9.55 that I got home. Because as I was walking back, I thought to myself, ah, oh, we're at a bog roll. I'll nip to the Sainsbury's on the way home and I'll go get the bog roll. And then I'll go home. So I went to the Sainsbury's, picked up the bog roll. Can't purchase anything before 10 a.m. What? Well, oh, what? So that it's open it's, so people can fill up their trolleys. But you can't buy anything, can't legally buy anything mm. until 10 a.m. Uh, so I had to wait there until it hit 10 a.m. so I could buy the bog roll. And then I walked home. And I, <laughs> and I dropped the bog roll, dropped my bag. And I said to my wife, I, I think I might just go sleep for a little bit. Yeah, I think you've earned that. Yeah, so I slept um, till about 12, and then I woke up. I swear I texted you at 11, and you you answered. Did I? Oh, I can't remember the time now. I, I was like, how did you get on, champ? <laughs> you did. How did you get, did you get back? Because I said, text, let me know when you get home safe, and you did not. I did not. Well, I'm very tired. <laughs> you texted me at 20 to 2. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> my own perception of time was way off. That to me was half ten in the morning. That's what I need to do. And I was up by that point because my wife came in and be like, she woke me up and say, by the way, your mum and dad are going to get here in about 15 minutes. Oh, God damn it. I could do with some help getting the house tidied up a little bit. Why did you arrange them to come over? Well, they Do they just pop out? Is this like a grandparents thing? They're just, oh, we'll come over, say the bye-bye. Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah. But also, like, they were close by because they'd gone to see my uncles. So they were close. So they said, like, we'll pop by on the sunday we'll stay at your sunday and monday night and then they're going to go down to hastings um so yeah you're a stop off exactly we were a stop you're off, a service station but we also meant that like you know hey on sunday night me and my wife got to have dinner together uh... at the same time at the same table uninterrupted because my mum nice. and dad were able to take the kid and sort of distract her for a little bit while we ate and and had a well, she'd have a drink because she's still breastfeeding. But we got we had to eat food together. I know what you mean, man, because me and my lady partner, we've just got such busy social lives. We're out all the time. And yeah, that last night we sat down, had dinner together with a glass of wine. First time we've spent like eating dinner together for a week. I think it's exactly the <laughs> same scenario. So I can definitely empathize with that. Uh, speaking of you being out and about in town, um, I don't know if you heard Pete ragging on you on the Smackdown podcast about your inability to play Telestrations, uh, but how was your the rest of your board game evening? What? I have not heard this. Yeah. No, it was nice. We went out on Thursday. Abby, social media, Abby was up. It was new video editors first week. So we, we went out. You were Pete playing, said that. You were playing Billy Big Balls because you bought her lunch on Tuesday. You bought us all lunch on Tuesday. Yeah. And you were like, I'm sorry for being a great boss. <laughs> <laughs> Where else did you play after I left? So you were there for Telestrations. Telestrations. Yeah. Just Telestrations? We played Ghost Blitz as well. 
oh yeah, that was grabby. I want that. You did. I was like, everyone thought, oh man, Ollie's really good at this because he he's got the most cards. But what happened was I just, you know, when you just get into the zone, and I had about like twelve back to back wins. It was that great bathtub. But I didn't know what was happening. I was it was just all impact, and then I did nothing else. Just did enough to win overall. No, I just. You know, you've seen me play Telestrations, mm-hmm. and it's very, like, diagram-orientated. Yeah. And Pete was next to me, so Pete was always getting my clues, and he was just, you know, oh, it's not good enough. I can't guess it exactly. For example, when you had diamonds, you drew a diamond, and then also drew... The exact uh, molecular structure of a diamond. So loads of carbon atoms linked together in strong carbon bonds. Which I think is what threw Pete off. But it was both of... They were both diamonds. Yeah. And I did, like, most of my drawings, weirdly, didn't even plan it, were like YouTube thumbnails. <laughs> so it would have thing, arrow, circle, inside the circle, a zoomed-in thing of yeah, yeah. the thing. The nice hole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what did you play afterwards? Afterwards, we played Snake Oil. And Pete was like, this is the best game ever. And we did one round. And I thought that was a good game. Let's not do any more. And then Pete was like, no, let's do another round because it's my favourite game. I was like, okay, then. We played another round. It was nowhere near as good. It made me dislike the game. Because <laughs> everyone ran out of ideas by then. Well, of course, I, I think you need to be a certain type of person mm. when it comes to playing. Like, a Rosie is great. And I think it's that... design for her. Exactly. And I think that's the, that's the thing with Board Game Club on No Rolls Barred. It's such a good cast of characters that are well-suited to those sorts of games that if you're someone like Pete that you watch there and you think like, I'm just like them. <laughs> I could do this. And that's the great trick of our business, folks. <laughs> you sit there watching us or listening to us and you think you're just like us <laughs> when you're not. You people... <laughs> Can hold a candle to us. Anyway, let's get into the main portion of oh, this fantasy show. book. This <laughs> let's get into the main portion of this show. Um, God, what are we talking about? Oh God, raw. Never what's Survivor Series? Oh, there's right. been no build. Terrible build. Here's the show. Is this the worst build to a pay-per-view of all time? Maybe. Maybe not. But definitely the worst build to a Survivor Series of all time. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Luke Owen, D.A.D. This is the Raw Review Podcast, which today is brought to you by our fantastic skin. Oh, isn't it just? This is sponsored by Geology. Make yourself handsome. Sorry, making handsome. A habit using science. They are a six-time award-winning service. They create simple and effective skincare routines customized for you. Just you. All you've got to do is take this 30-second quiz, click the link in the video description down below, or uh, click the link that the wonderful moderators are currently spamming for you. You want to fight acne? You want to reduce oiliness? You want to reduce olliness? You want to prevent wrinkles, combat dark and puffy under eyes? Take your 30-second quiz and then continue with your 90-day supply of the products you love the most. You can get a whopping 50% off your order clicking the link in the video description down below. Thank you, Geology. We'll dive into that box after the Ultra Chance. Yes. Right. This episode of Raw, much like the last six weeks of Raw, 
there's nothing to talk about. Oh, yeah. No, actually, no, no, no. Post-draft Raw, there's nothing to talk about. Because pre, pre-draft pre Raw, they pooped the bed. And they did everything. Big E cashing in. Roman Reigns turned up. It looked like we are getting a Bloodline versus New Day feud. And then the draft happened. Yeah, it was just it was a bit of crown jewel. And then yeah, Kevin Owens did some cool stuff. Is, I... I... Sort of do argue against some of this because the the we talked about this last week. Apparently, the reported reason why Survivor Series has had no build whatsoever is because they had to do Crown Jewel and then the dra- and the draft happened before Crown Jewel, but the draft took effect after Crown Jewel, so they had to use the first two weeks to establish the new stars on Raw. Mm-hmm. We joked last week, just do the draft on a different date. You're in control. You're in control. It's a made up sport. You can do whatever you want. However, Survivor Series has still had four weeks between Crown Jewel and Survivor Series. You could have done something. Mm. Like, you, it's a three-hour show. Are you telling me that, like, are you telling me that they thought, man, pff, we just have not got enough time on this three-hour show to establish some new stars on this brand and build a pay-per-view? Like, that's, it's not that hard. Yeah. You, you've you've got a lot of time there. Five hours, you could argue, in the week of main roster WWE time. Uh, but what what they instead decided to do is announce the teams on social media two Sundays ago, randomly over the space of like twenty minutes, which was the first hint or like reference to anything about an elimination match. And then ever since then, on both brands. They've just been changing them. Yeah. And I just, but, but like in the last two weeks with the change, you could have done the the qualifying matches. Well, you just, they didn't have time. They didn't have time <laughs> to do those qualifying matches. Yeah, no, it is, it is ridiculous. And also in, in this, somehow, some way, we now have not one, but two heel authority figures. Because we had, Sonya Deville was definitely a heel. Hmm earlier in this like when she when they were first doing the Pierce and Deville thing there was the Naomi stuff yeah she was never Char- outwardly she said she brought in Charlotte Flair yeah so like she was a heel authority figure without being a heel authority figure no reason for it but definitely a heel and now Adam Pierce is definitely a heel like they had the Brock Lesnar thing and then last week with Dominic Mysterio and this week with Rey Mysterio. He's now kicked off both of the Mysterios. Mm. And yeah, so now like, oh, Adam Pearce has got beef with the Mysterios because he is a heel. And people will be asking, why? And I think it's because the writers thought, well, it's working so well with DeVille and Naomi. We should just do it again with Pearce and the Mysterios. <laughs> it's an objectively the, hot program. At the same time. Mm. Well, that's, you know... At the- Copy what works, sure. <laughs> but copy what's underperforming? But even so, like like Shayna Baszler, or Bobby Lashley is basically the Shayna Baszler yes. of this storyline. So here's what happened. Blah, blah, blah. Stuff happened on the show. The main event, which I expect to do no viewership <laughs> whatsoever. Last, hey. last week's number. Yeah, Christmas terrible. Day. And that was Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Biggie out there. A very good match. Like, that's far more interesting than anything else that's going on on Monday nights at the moment. That did one of the... It was the lowest, right? Lowest third hour ever. It's like 1.3 million viewers or something. Yeah. It was a dreadful, dreadful number. Which means it's the it's the worst hour in WWE Raw's history. 
But this week, and I love Rey Mysterio, I really love Bobby Lashley, but putting them in the main event here, I was just like, who's this? Who's tuning into this? And why is this the go-home? People who loved 2005. Mm. This is the go-home segment for the pay-per-view on Sunday. And what happened? Ray is like, Pierce, why did you book my boy in a match against Bobby? You know his history with sons. He's going to murder the guy. (laughs) And Pierce is like, well, if you don't like that, you also have a match with Bobby tonight. And they had a match. And Ray was a bit off his game, actually. A few botches from Ray. But I, overall, I enjoyed the match. Bobby is freakishly impressive. When he when he got splashed on the ground, laying down, and stood up with Ray Mysterio. Yeah. That's, that's cool. I thought it was a very fun match. Yeah. And I thought Ray's comeback at the end was a lot of fun because that's Ray Mysterio. Once he got him in the right position for the 619, <laughs> well, exactly. it was good. Yes, yeah, so it's a lot of fun. And in the end, Bubbles tapped him out with the hurt lock. And then is this so then Adam Mackenzie what's her name? Mackenzie Mitchell? I don't know. Mackenzie Mitchell is talking with Adam Pierce, who then's like, Oh, I'm gonna take the microphone off you and I'm gonna walk out onto the stage. And he's like, Hey Ray, you're also off the team. I will replace I will announce your replacement very soon. And then Austin Theory attacks Dominic Mysterio, and Adam Pierce is like, Sorry, I forgot my line. It, it's actually it's it's Austin Theory now. Oh, do you think it No, I don't. It just it felt, it felt so like weird. That. I'll announce it later. Hey, you random guy in the ring. Yeah. I like the cut of your jib, sir. You're in Team Raw. And then there was also with uh, heel Adam Pearce, who is just the heel general manager, just of Raw and SmackDown. Why does he want Raw to win? Does he want Raw to win? Does he want SmackDown to win? Is he trying to create the best spectacle so he wants the best people in the matches? But why, if that was the case, which surely is the only explanation for this, you would want the biggest stars, and definitely the biggest star is Rey Mysterio. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, what what possible... Okay, so, the whole thing about Pierce saying... I only want WWE champions on the team. Yeah, it was just a way to get Dominic off the team. That make and then like, but he does the same thing to Ray, who is a WWE champion. Austin Theory isn't a WWE champion. That seems like it contradicts itself. However, I can make an allowance for that because Pierce is a heel. He's a heel authority figure who is dicking around with the Steers in the same way that Deville is dicking around with Naomi. He's just got beef for whatever reason with the Mysterios. Yeah. Okay, I get that. But then why? But why does he have beef? And why would you choose Austin Theory to go on the team in a kayfabe reason? I well, I, I assume because they've also made a change. They've taken Sami Zayn off mm. the SmackDown team. That he's going to put Von Wagner into his space because Von Wagner is now Pierce's muscle from SmackDown. Well, I th- thought that, but then he wasn't on this show. Well, maybe he's just SmackDown muscle. He's just SmackDown muscle. Yeah. He's only he's only a uh, he's only a muscle for him on the blue brands. Only um, works Fridays, pal. Although, really, this does lend credence to Tempest and Pete's theory that only Sami Zayn <laughs> and the audience can see him. No one else knows that he's there. That is good. <laughs> Which is why no one else. That's why I didn't see it uh, show up this week. Um, so I I think he's going to add Bon Wagner to that. But then, like, why is he adding into the SmackDown team? When he's but also- we don't know that for sure. That. There's a vacant spot on SmackDown. But who else is going to go into it? (gasps) Dom. But he's on Raw now. Yeah, but... It's the one night of the year. It's the one night. Apart from this night when a Raw team did go against a SmackDown team. 
But Survivor Series is the only one out of the year. Okay, so explanation aside, I like Adam Pierce's work pre-WWE. Yeah, great. I remember really enjoying Scrap Daddy. the NWA Best of Seven series with Colt Cabana. That was my first real proper exposure to the NWA concept in the modern day. Um, and, you know, he's had like, he just does stuff on screen now. He, he, what he is given, he performs adequately, right? Mm-hmm. But people, I feel like a lot of people are always like, oh man, Adam Pierce is good. Adam, at least Adam Pierce is doing a good job. I've never seen him stand out in this role. And that's not a criticism of him as a performer. It's the role he's been given. Now, he is actively annoying me as a character. Not in a good kayfabe heat kind of way, but in a, I really have no idea what your purpose is. They have, WWE have almost shot themselves in the foot, you know, as they often do, because back in the day, I say back in the day, a little while back, they made that whole announcement. You know, it was Vince and Shane and Stephanie and Tripp standing in the ring being like, we're sorry, Baron Corbin's rubbish. It's all his fault that this show is awful. And you are right to direct your anger towards him because of that. There'll be never, be, there will never ever again be heel authority figures. There'll never again be an authority figure. We'll never do it again. You're the authority, pal, and we promise that we're always going to stick by that. And then they were like, oh, but the only way we know how to write stories is with authority figures. So we'll just have authority figures, but we'll never say that they're authority figures. And because they've never done that, they've never felt like they have a purpose. No. They've never felt like they've had characters or roles or wants and needs. They're just there. They're just sort of like plot devices. And now they're all of a sudden being like, ah, oh, smeg. No one cares about these plot devices. We need to give them characters. But never say they're an authority figure because we made that promise in the ring. And it just, I think it devalues them completely. So I'm just read you this excerpt from the Wrestling Observer, this uh, most recent one. Whenever Vince perceives wrestling is weak, he goes backwards instead of forwards. Big guys, muscles, women with skin pure attire, good looking people, away from wrestling because in the 70s and 80s, wrestling quality didn't mean much, and heel authority figures. Mm. So, this is just the next stage of Vince being like, well, goddammit, pal, the reason why people are turning out is because we don't have a heel authority figure in charge. Scrap Daddy, you're the new Vince McMahon, but we'll never actually quantify what you are. Or give you a personality. Yeah, but you're yeah. also you're feuding with Ray and Dom now, if you don't mind. I Because I reckon if you told Adam Pierce, hey, go crazy authority figure, he'd be awesome at so it. So good. He could show emotion. He could get physical. He could run away cowardly. Not, uh, it is literally my, this is an actual quote. This is the actual quote that he walks out to talk about the Mysterio situation. It's literally my job to make sure we have the best possible team for Survivor Series. It's just, it's so flat. And this whole, like, the authority thing, you know, Stephanie and Triple H played up that kind of we are the corporate people. We talk flatly. We are business, business, business. And that worked, quite frankly. This this is just an imitation of that. It's a stock photo. <laughs> And I think it says a lot about the Build to Survivor series, that that's what we're supposed to be talking about, and we've barely mentioned the fact that they've done nothing to Build to Survivor series. Well, this is the thing. <laughs> this, yeah. You can, uh, uh, elsewhere, it's just champion versus champion, by the way. Yeah, just apropos of nothing, they were just like, 
it's almost like they woke up this yesterday morning and thought, oh, no, we didn't announce any matches. Like, I know we forgot to do the teams, but, oh, man, we haven't. Uh, it's, it's Priest versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm -hmm. Damien Priest hasn't been on TV for two weeks versus Shinsuke Nakamura, who got pinned on Friday by either Humberto Carrillo or Angel Garza. I don't actually remember which one it was. So, yeah, great, great build going into that match, everyone. Um, Big E versus Roman. We finally announced that. Roman's just lost his first match in like 18 months this past Friday. Good going. He got a crown, though. He got a crown, DQ. I guess. Yeah. Got the crown. And what else is there? Oh, Becky Charlotte. Becky Charlotte's the only one that feels like, and that stemmed from them doing a bad job of booking the draft. Or was that the plan all along? Working yourself into a shoot, brother. <laughs> brother work. Uh, any any other bits you want to say, or should we see what the SWAF Nation think? Um, yeah, I suppose we'll get into the rest of it as we go through I don't this know show. what to say, because it's so confusing. I guess it's just bad. Well, we said this just before we came in to record. We're doing the prediction show on Thursday. It's me versus Pete for the championship this coming Thursday, and I am going to win that championship back and win your freedom, even though you haven't got your bow tie on. I don't think Pete's off today, so he probably isn't watching. Um, we said, like, before we came in, I don't know what I'm going to do for predictions-wise. And it's not like Full Gear, where I didn't know because the way they told the stories, it really could have gone either way mm. with some of them. This is just apathy. I'm I'm predicting based on, I mean, they could win, I suppose. It doesn't matter, so I'll just pick Damien Priest. Because yeah. it probably will be Damien Priest, won't it? I don't care. <laughs> If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. You know it's all about your balls! Manscaped, baby! You know it's time to shave your balls! Manscaped, baby! Manscaped is the name. Performance package is the game. Lawn Mower 4.0. Waterproof cordless deal the show. Great deal. 20% off your order from your friends. Here at WrestleTalk, we love thee. Use the code WTTV. Free international shipping. We even get yourself two free gifts with the weed whacker for your nose. Because it's not just about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls! Treat yourself, baby! That's right, you can get 20% off your order and free international shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. That's 20% off your order, free international shipping, manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. Greg Murphy says, Now that pay-per-views aren't even a main source of revenue, network subscriptions, ratings, you'd wonder why WWE don't halve the amount of pay-per-views. Do six full builds rather than 12 half builds. The six pay-per-views you'd keep are pretty obvious too. Like any attraction, less is more. Ah, different is there, and I agree with you, Greg, to a degree. But then ticket prices that you get for a pay-per-view. Those, you know... Oh no, the pay-per-views do make money. It was the house shows that lose money. Yeah, um, but pay-per-view but, ticket sales always make money. Like, you know, ticket sale revenue is on is peanuts on the up at the moment because people are now going back to see live events. Six pay-per-views, they wouldn't... The thing is, they wouldn't do it right. I agree with you. <laughs> I, I agree with you. Have one of those... Should just make every other month a special episode of Raw. It's a mini oh, pay-per-view, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, it's three hours long. It's long enough. But... We've we've been through the six pay per views a year, relatively recently with the draft split. That's right. So yeah. you get six raw pay per views and they alternate with SmackDown pay per views. They can't tell stories properly. Yeah. They're so conditioned in the four week cycle of climaxes. They don't even do that right. So I don't think that'll fix it. Unfortunately, Jack Nichols. How can WWE follow full gear? Welcome everyone to mundane. Night Raw. Oh, that's good. He swapped the word Monday with Monday. That's pretty good. That's good. You're right. Raw is better when it's bad. When it's bearable, it's boring bollocks <laughs> at best. Boo, WWE, boo. Remember story? 
uh, lead Survivor Series Can matches. Story led Survivor Series matches. Me neither. Irrelevant since 2014. Unhappy face. No, it was a very unhappy emoticon. Nate S. So you're, te- you're telling me? Are you telling you're me? You're telling me they didn't have Team Blue invade and have a locker room brawl with Team Red to build Survivor Series? Were people even what, wearing Team Raw shirts? Is it? I- is it even actually Survivor Series oh, then? I'm going to get to see the t-shirts again. Although apart from Seth Rollins, who will have a half and half t-shirt because he gets to be cool and not... I'm not going to be a dork <laughs> like the rest of you. Uh, Triple H boy, that. <laughs> Triple H backstage is like, don't wear a raw... You look like an absolute dork when you wear them. You want to put yourself over everybody else, really. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, that's all you have to do as well. I thought that's what we were going to get. It's lazy, but you know what? does get me excited when there's an invasion. Do you remember that uh, Survivor Series when Triple H was on the team and he started that feud with Braun Strowman that never went anywhere (laughs) and he turned on Kurt Angle for whatever reason? I love that because it doesn't make any sense and it gave me this screenshot of Triple H. But my favourite thing about that, and I remember you and I laughing about this so much, everyone was wearing the dorky Team Raw t-shirts apart from Triple H who had its own branded Survivor Series yeah. merchandise that was red and Rollins about the half and half thing so like because everyone was like put that t-shirt on your dog but not me though I've got my yeah. own special merchandise I'm selling at the stall Normhausen why should I care if they don't seem to? Why oh, Why should I care if they don't seem to care either? I'll watch the watch along, but other than Becky and Charlotte I don't care hashtag free Ollie I will it's like a free Britney movement and she is free now. She is. Yay. 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 I'm so pleased about that. I've been listening to a lot of Britney as of late. Lang- tracks. Laxamine <laughs> Narasimhan B. You know, at this point, not doing Survivor Series from 22, so next year, would be a halluva budget cut. I'm not a fan of fans cheering randomly, but a tiny part wanted some guy to get bored enough to get a live cowboy S-word chant going. Unless it happened and I missed it. Yeah, very much didn't. No, you don't get many AEW chants on WWE. It's not a crossover audience. Mm. I really don't think it is. Um, I I bet like uh, Monday after Raw, you know, Monday after WrestleMania, though. Those sorts of big shows. Royal Rumble crowd, maybe, if it's particularly bad. Yeah. The Uh, most stupendous WrestleMania, by the way. Yeah. The most stupendous. No, no, it's not the most stupendous. It's the most stupendous tonight. WrestleMania in history. They can't even, they don't even have the balls to say. Well, that's because they know it'll be better than the last two because, mm. you know, half fans and no fans. Um, I mean, really, we should have seen this coming. Do you remember a couple of years back, about 10 or so years ago, Vince wanted to stop doing Survivor Series because he was like, it's an outdated format. I don't like booking them. No one buys the pay-per-views. We may as well just not do it. And there were enough people backstage that were like, no, Vince, the prestige of Survivor Series, the legacy of Survivor Series. And he was like, all right, pal, we'll do it then. And he has treated it like that for ever since, which is like, all right, then I guess we're doing it. Survivor Series is a Chad Gable push. <laughs> it's futile to ever think it's going to properly happen. Okay. Right. Ever. Ever. So this show opened with, okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay this out. What happened, and then we can dive into it. Biggie came out to cut a promo on Roman Reigns. Then he also called out Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens came out, cut a decent promo. We'll go into that more in a sec. Then the Usos jumped Biggie. Kevin Owens walked off. Matt Riddle made the save on Biggie. Then Sonya Deville booked a tag match between them that she said, "We don't do this very often." <laughs> 
Seth Rollins suddenly makes his entrance immediately after Sonya makes that announcement. Because he's coming out for commentary. Because he's coming out for commentary. But this was a... And it was an impromptu match. So he yeah. was just waiting there. But I mean, he's seen this show enough. He thought to himself, well, Biggie and Kevin Owens are going out there. I think a tag match might happen at some point. Someone's bound to attack them. The match goes a few minutes. Seth Rollins causes the DQ. Brandy Orton makes the save. Now it's a six-man tag with the Team Raw captain, Seth Rollins, tagging with SmackDown team, The Usos. Yeah. Uh, and they were also on this show promoting that Survivor Series is the one night of the year that Raw and SmackDown stars go head-to-head in direct competition. When the opening match of this saw Raw stars go in direct competition head-to-head with a team from SmackDown. But there was a Seth there. But they started as a tag match. Oh, yeah. No, even that falls down when you think about it. Yeah. It's, it was a fun match. It was kind of good because you had Orton and Riddle going against the Usos, which is the match on the weekend. And, and you get to build Big E versus Seth as well, which is definitely a direction post mm-hmm. uh, Survivor Series. Kevin Owens is lurking in the background. I thought Kevin Owens' promo was really good. Yeah. He said, look. I'm I'm not a heel. I'm a good guy. But you're all booing me. I can't do anything. If you want to boo me, boo me. If you want to cheer me, cheer me. I'm going to do my own thing. I thought that was a really nice approach to being a heel. Yes. Ultimately, though, this was an absolutely nonsensical segment. And it made me feel like I had a headache. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I will say that I did like about this, to find a positive from this is that there is a storyline reason why Randy Orton didn't run down to make the save. Mm -hmm. Because he keeps telling Riddle, don't get involved with other people's business. And Riddle did that again. You know, the Usos were beating down Biggie, so Riddle made down to Randy Orton. You can almost feel Randy Orton's face being like, idiot, 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 stupid, stupid, stupid. And then once Riddle's getting beaten up and Seth Rollins is joining in, he's like, well, fine, now I have to run down and make the save. So I like that there is at least a storyline reason there. My positives end there. Though. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and later on, Randy is shouting at Riddle backstage. That was well done. He said, I don't care about anybody else. I care about our team and our titles. And Riddle went, you care about me? Yeah. Which was really nice. And I kind of now want Randy to turn more babyface. But before he then turns mega heel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, he'll run down on his own accord. Maybe Riddle's out one week and the Street Profits getting destroyed, destroyed, destroyed. <gasps> Randy does come down. Oh, I quite, I'd like that. Mm. That's really nice. Yeah, it's, it's interesting as well because, like, they were talking about this on the Fightful post-show with uh, Sean and Denise that Randy's so over as a babyface yeah. at the moment. Like, I don't think you can turn him heel at, at this point in time. Like, certainly not for a little while yet. <laughs> well, turn him more babyface then. That's what I'd like. Uh, but overall, like, Honestly, really, the the whole show actually had a lot of structural issues for me where people would make their entrance and they'd be standing there in the ring. I know, I saw them come out. They'll go to break. They'll run a promo segment. They'll have a backstage interview. They'll do a recap package. Ten minutes later, you get to the ring. You're like, what is this jabroni doing? They've just been standing there for ten minutes. Oh, yeah. And we've seen it live. You and I have been to Raw tapings where they've done this. Like, someone will make their entrance. And they walk down to the ring, they do the whole thing, and then they just bring all the house lights down and they, you know, show you stuff on the screen to distract you while the ad breaks are on. And then they bring the house lights back up, play the music again, and they act like nothing ever happened. It's really weird. It's, it's, it sucks the life out of the, the crowd. 
Uh, speaking of that, Bianca Belair took on Tamina next after Kevin Owens had an altercation with Finn Balor backstage. They'll have a match later on. Uh, Tamina Belair uh, wasn't very good. I mean, I thought Bianca Belair lifting up Tamina at the end. Like that's what this all, was all built around was her hitting the KOD on Tamina. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the, and the the announcers were like, "Oh my god, how is she doing this?" And that just made me think, she does it in every match. Well, yeah, you got to make it. So, like, right. Every time John Cena F F five the Big Show, I was like, "Oh my god, have mm. you seen this? He did another F five to the Big Show." Um, but yeah, like it's it. I, I so I, I appreciate that particularly as well. Like she's feuding with Dewdrop, and like. Tamina's going nowhere. Tamina's never going to be a top contender, so beat her. It's fine. Yeah. I thought it was like this was a much better use of Tamina than her being a tag champ. <gasps> well, you'd much rather her have matches with I'd Natalia that they never be win. Beat Becky to be the women's champion. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Belair won, of course, and Dewdrop came down afterwards and said, I'll be looking for you at Survivor Series. Won't be hard to find one of the featured matches. Oh, yeah. Is she? She's on the team, isn't she? I think she's team captain, right? Is she? Yeah. I thought Selena was... Selena and Carmella said they were team captains. Maybe that's just a heel thing, though. How could they both be team captains? Well, who made Bianca Belair the team captain? Who made Seth Rollins the team captain? Well, that just makes sense. He's the face of the brand. Who... who, I thought Big E was the face (laughs) of the brand. No, Kevin Owens said he was the face of the brand. Becky Lynch came down next, and thank God, this was actually really good. I thought she cut an excellent promo. She the crowd, she was a baby face for three minutes while she was soaking up the crowd. Cut a promo on Charlotte, recap Charlotte's promo from SmackDown. Yeah, I, th- I thought this was a really good treading of the line between kayfabe and leaning into those reports that they hate each other. But then they had Liv Morgan come out and she went back to being a heel again. And this one segment here highlights why Survivor <laughs> Series has been real bad this year because she is a baby face in one feud and a heel in another. And they were like, well, we've got to do both. And I was like, you didn't really need to do both. You didn't need to set up Liv Morgan as the number one contender last week mm. when you could have just spent time building Survivor Series and then done this after Survivor Series, so you could have then just focused on this one thing. Because WWE are very bad at doing multiple things at the same time. They're bad at doing single things at the same time. But I think they're better at doing single things than they are multiple things. But think of all the times they did the same match over and over and over again. Yeah, oh yeah, fair, true. So what you're saying is that without the Liv Morgan thing, we'd have just had Becky cut the same promo every week on Charlotte Flair. Yes, I'm saying they can't do anything. (laughs) True. Uh, I thought the the transition in which Lynch went from I'm a babyface against Charlotte to I'm a heel against Liv was actually seamlessly done. Unfortunately, it does have the effect on the crowd of, uh, what do I cheer though now? Yeah. And they, you know, it, it sucks the energy out again. Uh, no fold of Becky or Liv's. I thought they were both very good. Becky brought up this promo that Liv did on Talking Smack four months ago where she said, when I left, when Becky left, the last words she said to me were, when I get back, you'll be champion. And Becky said, like, it cuts back to Becky, and Becky goes, I wasn't around, and look at you. Yeah. You failed. I, you can't blame that on me. I wasn't keeping you down. I wasn't here. 
Yeah. Some people just don't have it. I thought it was a fantastic promo. Builds on what she was saying last week on commentary as well. which was like, mm. look at all these women in here, former champion, well, the exception of uh, Liv Morgan, who's a bit crap. Like, that was basically the extent yeah. of, of Becky's commentary. So I thought this was actually a really nice follow-up from that. Just do this after Survivor Series. <laughs> uh, we got the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Chad Gable's great. Uh I, I wrote here, Otis is so vanilla. Like, it's it's depressing to see Otis. Like, he's joined a Scientology cult or something. Remember and all he, the great yeah. things about him have been sheared off. Remember when he was Mr. Money in the Bank? Remember when he was in a was relationship only, with Mandy Rose? It was only last year. It was, that yeah. was only last year. It feels like a lifetime ago. Also, fun fact for you, this is the 15th match um, between Street Profits and Alpha Academy in tags and singles since, really? since February. Oh, God. See, that's the problem with the single thing. <laughs> that was only 10 months ago. Yeah. They've had 15 <sighs> matches in 10 months. I thought Ford and Otis had a, a really good exchange in the midst of all of this. And I'm pretty sure they've done that yeah. in, in their other 14 matches that they've had. Ah, it's Smackdown. I don't watch that. <laughs> Chad Gable did a crossbody, rolled through, and Montez Ford picked up the win, which is, you know, that was a cool finish. It was a way to protect Chad, but he's lost all three weeks of matches on Raw so far. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're, 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 you're dying a slow death. Yeah. Uh, we got a clip from earlier in the day. It's when Ray wanted the match against Bobby. We've talked about that. Veer Mahan, still coming to Raw. Nothing ever good comes from a coming soon video package. Like, can you think of a video, a, a coming soon video package that really paid off for a debut? Fungosaurus. Which fizzled out pretty quickly. <laughs> no, you're right. I can't. I'm sure there is. Maybe back in the day. Undertaker return teases. I don't think that. I'm talking like, yeah, I know, like yeah, a proper, like, here is a new character's debut. If anyone can remember a good one, mm. let us know in the chat because I can't think of a single good one. And it, it screams, oh, we've got nothing for you. Yes. It really is just like the most obvious. Because um, I get, here's what's going to happen Veer is going to have a couple of squash matches for three weeks. He's not going to get over, and then he won't be on TV ever again. Yeah. April 2022. WWE has come to terms, unfortunately. Oh, someone um, said, um, <laughs> Chris Jericho. I don't think that one. That, that's, that was not Chris Jericho is coming soon. That was a countdown timer that eventually yeah. hit zero and Chris Jericho debuted. I'm talking specifically, blank is coming soon. If I had to guess, I reckon we could see him next week. Post-Survivor Series, new season. Yeah, squashes. Who can you squash? Shelton Benjamin. Sure. Cedric or, Alexander. Or Cedric Alexander. Both of them. Then the following week, do it with Cedric or the other one, whichever one uh, that you pin. Third week, I mean, Grand Metalik's not there anymore. Well, he, he, he beats both Cedric and Shelton. Oh, in a... Yes! And then he he gets DQ'd against Damian Priest. Mm -hmm. And then they have another match, and it's a count-out brawl. And then he challenges Damian Priest for a pay-per-view... But then, then he then he starts to fizzle away. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. Mm. Cool, look forward to it. And then you're pairing with a manager. Uh, Nikki, almost a superhero, took on Zelina Vega next. Uh, Zelina won with a little bit of distraction from Carmella. And then Rhea Ripley and Carmella had a match, which I actually, I actually got into. The, Carmella's super kicks were brutal. There was this one where she clocked Rhea right in the side of the face. Uh, Ripley won with a riptide in the end. 
and the heels trash Nikki because it's like, ha ha, you're the women's tag team champion and you're not even on the team. You're yeah. a loser. I, I think there's a pretty good story here for Nikki, almost a superhero, which is that she isn't on. If only they'd done, if only they'd started this four weeks ago, hmm. like when, you know, they had the opportunity to and chose not to. They could have told a really good story here of these mean girls bullying Nikki. Maybe she tries to get into the team. Maybe she's trying to like work her in and she doesn't. And now that's why the mean girls are like, you're so crap. Look at your tag partner. She's so crap. Because like Rhea Ripley is like, no, you're all right, mate. You can be on the, you're on my team, aren't you? You'll you, you be all right, Bonzo. Yeah, yeah, great. Like, but she doesn't get to do any of that because mm. we're, we're so close to Survivor Series now. So there is a nugget of a good story here. I just don't think it's being done very well because it's only had two weeks to do it. I imagine post-Survivor Series, this will be the women's tag program. Well, they've already beaten them. For two months. They they beat them for the, uh, not the tag titles, but they, they beat, pinned them last week. So mm. they are set up to be the number one contender. So they'll, <laughs> they will do this. But yeah, you're right. Like it'll probably be a match at Rumble and they'll have had five matches before then. Big E met with Adam Pearce backstage. Adam Pearce said, don't get involved in... Was it the Kevin Owens and Finn Balor match? Yeah. Or I'll fine you. Um, oh, is that what he was saying? Yeah, I think so. Right. I thought he was threatening him with Brock Lesnar. Being no. like, if you get involved, I will make you have a match with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I, I have that power. Because he was like, I've got two words for you, Brock, Brock Lesnar. And it, I I took that to mean it was it was a million dollar fine, like Lesnar meant, like, like Lesnar got. But yeah, yeah, that makes way more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Then, Adam Pierce does that's his new bodyguard. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, have they renamed Von Wagner to mm. Brock Lesnar? <laughs> They'll never know. They'll get him over. Uh but yeah, Biggie, face, brand leading baby face, was scared of doing the right thing because of money. Yeah. Well, you know, he's got got kids now, isn't it? Seth uh claimed said he'll win the WWE title uh and then left. Then we then we got a really good match between Kevin Owens and Finn Balor. Of course it was. Uh, KO was like, he was doing Finn Balor's taunts and everything. This was like full-on heel KO. Some really good like back and forth stuff. Uh, it was like this. KO caught Finn and swung him around his body and hit a kind of stand and air rate crash. And it just made Kevin Owens feel really strong and powerful, I thought. Mm. I don't even know if Biggie's got kids. <laughs> Is that what you've been thinking about? We can Google it. <laughs> this is how interesting the episode of Raw is. Does Big E yeah. have kids? I also don't think I turn off the camera audio on sponsor cams. That might have been terrible audio content. I'm sure it was the best. Although there was a little dip in the in the viewership chart, I can see. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. He doesn't have, like, a personal life section. Okay, right. Let me try. Does Big E have kids? I tell you, he graduated uh, with a BA in 2006. Mm-hmm. I can tell you who Big E Langston is dating now via datingcelebs.com. <gasps> who? Um, apparently, uh do Ahead, we look at who is Big E Langston dating now? Who he has dated? Big E Langston's girlfriend, past relationship dating history. It's one of those fun, like, um, like SEO-based websites. Yes. Big E Langston is currently single, according to our records. Mm. Hmm. Am I on there? 
I don't know, I can have a look for you in a second if you'd like. I've also found his net, possibly his net worth. His net worth, according to this, is... Apparently he's white, according to this. <laughs> I don't think that's Ethnic right. Ethnicity. White. White. Uh, Marriages, unmarried. Um, girlfriend, N.A. Sorry. Hair color, black. But it says body color, black. <laughs> Tattoos, no. His favorite actress, apparently, is Angelina, jo uh, Angelina Jolie. Net worth, net, net worth $320,000, apparently. Oh, it's way more than that, surely. How do they know who his favorite actress is, but not that he's African-American? <laughs> Ollie Davis, net worth. Oh, I thought we were going to go for dating. Well, I don't know, but I think I might be able to find it. See? Ollie is one of the richest YouTube <laughs> stars. <laughs> right, okay, dating. Ollie Davis dating. Who is Ollie oh. Davis dating? Dating celebs. I'm not dating. Oh anyone. my god, it is actually you. Ollie Davis, YouTuber, 33, single. Is that your birthday? It is. Is this your net worth? I don't, I don't know my net worth. $100,000 to a million dollars. Somewhere know. roughly in that ballpark. Well, I got a lot of Bitcoin. <laughs> Apparently, you are single. Uh, ahead, we look at who Ollie Davis is dating now. Uh, Ollie Davis is currently single. YouTube was born, a uh, wrestling fanatic who covers all things professional wrestling on the popular YouTube channel, Talk TV. As of 2021, Ollie Davis is not dating anyone. Ollie is 33 years old. According to celeb couples, Ollie Davis has had at least one previous relationship. What? He's not, oh, been, not been previously. He's not been previously engaged. Say, I've had, you hear that, folks? You hear that, mum? I've had at least one relationship. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't say, I don't think it was anyone famous, though. Like, yeah. Online rumors of Ollie Davis's, there's two S's there and an apostrophe S. Dating may vary. While it's relatively simple, go back up. To find out who's dating Ollie Davis, it's hard to keep track <laughs> of all his flings, hookups, and breakups. <laughs> Surely that's just something they have generically at the bottom of every page. Must be. There must be like a template already for this. I don't think, I reckon I probably won't be on here because <laughs> I've got such a generic name. Yeah, you see, look at that. You get Luke, you get Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson <laughs> every time you Google my name. Um, oh, Luke Owen Wrestle Talk. Oh man, I don't have a page. Oh, that's a shame. Oh well, but you, you know, if you if you Google dating, you get links to my book. So buy my book, everyone. This was <laughs> genuinely one of the better things on the show this match. Yeah, it was actually really good. <laughs> uh, and Kevin Owens won. Uh, pop up power bomb, kick out, swant on onto Finn's knees, and then a stunner for Kevin Owens to to win. Yeah, cool, cool, very cool. good. Liked it. Are they on the Survivor Series team? Yes, they're both on Team Raw, right? How will they coexist? Mm -hmm. WrestleMania, the pre-bookings opened. The most stupendous two-night WrestleMania in history. We didn't talk about the Stephanie McMahon announcement either, where she's won... What does she win? Most powerful woman in sports. One of the most powerful women in sports for the third year in a row. That sounds like a real participation trophy. To be, to be one of the most... <laughs> But that the one of wasn't bolded. <laughs> Stephanie McMahon, bold. Most powerful woman in sports, yeah, yeah. bolded. Smart. But one of wasn't. Oh, well, that's the, that. yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's very good. Because um, that's what's going to get the kids watching again, isn't it? Telling them... Corporate that, achievements. No, yeah. Telling them someone who is not an on-screen character, <laughs> who only does background business work now, is really important in the world of sports. Yeah. Um, you want to say anything more on stupendous? It's a very silly word. 
um i mean they're, they're running out of like words like that aren't they adjectives so I, I had to get to stupendous at some yeah. point it just it boggles my mind that someone said that in a board meeting i mean probably vince the most stupendous stupendous two-night wrestlemania in history pal and everyone was like you've done it again sir you've, you've, you've nailed it again everyone all the kids are going to be talking about how this is the most stupendous two-night wrestlemania in history it it really is like they're trying to out meme us sometimes <laughs> when we make fun of them and come up with words like this. Yeah, yeah. I'm like great balls of fire. He's stuck in he's stuck in the fifties. Um, and finally, because we've already spoken about the main event, we had AJ Styles and the Moss cutting an interview backstage and then going in to face the Dirty Dogs. This was just a Moss beating up the Dirty Dogs. Didn't take a single bump. Tagged in AJ. Phenomenal forearm on Ziggler win i mean they haven't got a tag match announced for survivor series like a tag team elimination match so thank god probably not on the card um i um aj had this promo beforehand where he made a reference to um the avengers from 2012 when he was like you know how loki had an army but you know the avengers had a hulk i guess that makes me iron man that's pretty cool right because mm. i've got on a moss yeah yeah and then it cuts to the dirty dogs who Tell a joke in the most awkward way possible. Because the punchline of this is that you remind me of a different movie. The movie Twins, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. Schwarzenegger's tall, Danny DeVito's short, comedy, 1988. Genuinely very good. Such a good film, I referenced it in my wedding speech. And I, I love that film very, very much. But the way they told this joke was, one of you reminds me of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The other one of you reminds me of Danny DeVito. And we all know what that movie is. Twins. And it's like, Junior? No, the other DeVito Schwarzenegger. It's a backward way of telling the joke. Mm. And it made them look like absolute imbeciles. Dolph Ziggler is a stand-up comic. No, he is not. No, just because you do stand-up comedy does not make you a stand-up comic. He has stood on stage and told some jokes. Arthur Fleck was not an actual stand-up comic. He just wanted to be one. I think Dolph Ziggler is exactly the same mould. Well, overall, I gave this a two out of five because there was nothing like... This is the problem with Raw at the moment. It's not actively bad. It's just boring. It's so boring. So boring right now. So it's hard to even feel passionate about it. Yeah. It's just like... It's the slow chloroform blanket on my face of my love of professional wrestling. Well, we put this to the community poll. You all said that it was also oh, a wow. poor show. I can't quite see the numbers from here. What does it say? 47%, I think that is, for two out of five. Uh, 20, oh God. Yeah, 25% said one out of five. Rawful, 21% said it was an average show. What What would you give it? Huh? Two out of five, I guess. Two out of five for me is sometimes just like the most shruggy score you can give an episode. Shruggy? Shruggy, yeah. Oh, like shruggy. Yeah. yeah. Shruggy. <laughs> yeah, just like... Just, every time I watch Raw, it finishes, and I just go, yeah, that's done. Another three hours mm. well spent of my life. Yeah. I guess I'll go to work and talk about it now.
We've got much better content for you on Patreon, though, including next week our review of Survivor Series 2004 in WrestleTalk Extra. And also, if you go over there, you don't just get that, you get shout-outs on this very show with your own wrestling nickname. So thank you, the overstepper James Nepper. The intellectual saviour of the masses, Damien Campbell. Yeah. Don't impede, Scott Peden. Yeah. Michael Mark for Life Plowman. Yeah. Not Eugene, Andrew Dinsmore. The Batsman, Nathan Batty. Yeah. I don't want Lee Carvello's putting <laughs> challenge. I wanted Lone Storm. X Lone Storm X. That's a very good Simpsons joke. Oh, right. Oh, that's the... It's the game, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the arcade game. Thrill How. Uh, the real boss, Matt Robinson. Yeah. All-star, Chuck Turner. Yeah. All- <laughs> <laughs> Always leave the crowd wanting Brian Moore. Yeah. We're going on a Brian Huntley. Yeah. And lastly, for this Hall of Fame class, on the 16th of November, 2021, Hector H-Train Mercado. Let's get to the rest of your ultra chats, folks. Remember, wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Yoko Littner, in my opinion, the best part of Survivor Series was always finding out who and how people were going to be on the teams. And now, Twitter. Survivor Series used to be great. Remember Dolph's coming out party against the authority? Those were good times. Rose tinted glasses. Yeah, because he didn't do a lot after that. And that was like the one good Survivor Series for... A decade? Uh, there, was a, there was a couple in the mix there, but overall there's been far more bad, meaningless Survivor Series than good ones. I would very much agree with that, yeah. Um, it's also, like King of the Ring. I, I've also heard rumours that, uh, the, you know, they announced like the, the Survivor Series teams on Twitter. That was actually the reason that Cody Rhodes quit the social media platform. Ben Schofield, or Schlaufield. <laughs> You get put in charge of WWE Creative the day after Survivor Series. What are three immediate changes you'd make and the three stars you'd want to push to the main event? Hope you're all doing well. What three immediate changes are you going to make? I, but the problem is, is that... Two-hour roars. Yeah. I was going to say, the problem you have here is that like being in charge of Creative doesn't change the fact that Vince still runs the company. That's a change. Vince McMahon <laughs> no longer oversees Creative. Yeah. That, that would be... Number one. Two-hour roars, remove NXT from TV. Put it back on the network. Make it just a developmental show. Put it back on the network, yeah. Uh, Eternal Blue has been a member for six months. Thank you, Eternal Blue. My first main roster pay-per-view was Survivor Series 2014. That might be the last time there was any real effort put into the build of Survivor Series. Keep watching so we don't have to, heart. I think there was effort put into the NXT one. Because they wanted to be AEW in the ratings. And they had to, because... They got stuck in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. And then that didn't work. So they stopped trying to be AEW because they were like, well, may as well lose a war that we're not trying in. Laxmi Narasimhan B. But I'm never going to be able to say it properly. All of this seems to be leading to a McMahon family segment to fire Pierce and DeVille on an episode title WWE Raw, You're the Authority, Twice in a Lifetime. 
Charles Berg, Riddle and Orton are great. Everything else was boring. Ollie, you said the podcast is drawing low numbers. Now I'm saying the reason is because I stopped doing the poor review. But I'm also not saying it isn't a contributing factor. Just kidding. Jam that jam. The podcast. Oh, yeah, the Raw podcast. Yeah, Raw podcast is now <coughs> it's now like the second lowest podcast number that we do. Because no one cares, no one about, cares Raw. about Raw. It's not even bad anymore. <laughs> what, do, what, what would, would you want it to be bad again? I mean, Am I, I going crazy It here? was more fun. It was more fun to do this. It was more fun to do the show and it was bad. You know, like, you know, Retribution. <sighs> Raw Underground. Raw Underground. Yeah, let's bring back. That was fun. Miz as champion. Yeah. Oh, fun times. Makes me miss the Thunderdome. <laughs> we all thought they were going to try harder. They, But that's the thing, is they are trying harder now. And by trying harder, they've just made a boring show. Riot DR. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Raw Is... Nothing was terrible, but nothing was great. Like all WWE pay-per-views, Survivor Series will have great in-ring action with little to no emotional impact, save Charlotte and Becky. Love you guys. Keep jamming. Uh, also, bad finishes. Jamie Villegas said, Sup, guys. I'm getting teary-eyed just thinking about it. Tomorrow on Dynamite, the second the crowd hears Hangman's music, they're going to lose their cowboy S. Not going to be able to contain myself during the You Deserve It chance. Now, Packer Nation said, instead of talking about Raw, can we just talk about the <laughs> Kingston Punk fight from Full Gear and how I never want their feud to end? Mm. But I must know, in regards to the team making, what are the rules? Nothing makes sense anymore. What are the rules? No idea. Uh, Jack Nichols. Is it Jack Nichols? Because it's always Jack That's what Nichols. he said. I don't... Is, that, is, that a, is that an Irish way of saying? Don't know. Anyway, congrats, Luke, on the victory over Ollie and... Your OSW cameo. And also thank you for recommending Science the Comic, the podcast, life-changing stuff. Always keep on being awesome, you lovely boys. You both look peng AF, <laughs> son. Um, no, well, thank you to uh, the OS boys for uh, asking me. Well, they, they use my book as reference material for the Mortal Kombat Annihilation review and the Mortal Kombat review. So it was just nice of them to give me a little shout-out. So it was very lovely. And you're very welcome for the Sonic the Comic, the podcast uh, recommendation. It's the best. It's my favorite podcast on a weekly basis. Uh, Zach Robinson, uh, who's been a member for seven months Whoa, in that's a even row. longer. Uh, please turn off the sponsor Cam Audio. <laughs> yep, there. Uh, oh, I thought when it was happening, I was like, the sponsors are going to love this. I know. And we're going to send them the clip and they're going to be like, oh my God. Yeah. Well, there's a, we'll do it again in a moment. We'll send them that clip instead. <laughs> but I did think... Because I set this up. I don't really use OBS much. I, I, OBS <clears throat> has been forced upon me by Pete and producer Rich. It's not what I would use because I, I don't really use it for anything. Don't get Twitch. And um, so I, I did that and I set that up myself. And I felt really proud of myself. But I'd set up and I was like, this looks proper naff. Mm. But I made this and it works. And then as soon as everyone was like, kicking off about it in the comments i was like oh no I so did close. It. it's okay we needed a so close we to the trial run live uh the bad one jam beard didn't know kevin dunn joined rest talk during that sponsor read <laughs> uh brian moore luke you wearing a hat in the edited reviews takes me back to the other one days i feel like you've had the three faces of owen <laughs> the other one luke Warman, d-a-d since Raw sucked, thoughts on uh, Jonah joining uh, new japan and mm. ishii maybe defending the never title in aew yeah uh good that he's gone to new japan and ishii i guess he is he won the never open weight from was it jay white at the weekend so yes that's cool as well i just yeah i just don't yeah sure 
I don't know about AEW t- titles being defended on New Japan titles being defended. On yes, AEW. that way around. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they did it with the United States champ title, but I guess that was because Mox was the champion. And Lance, yeah. Yeah. Uh, William Toki Jr. Gotta say, after watching today's edited review that Ollie did, I think it's awesome that he made a short. Uh, that he had a short made just to say how much he loves me. Uh What does that mean? What did you do in the review today? I don't. I have no idea. Had a short made. Nate S, uh, does that dating celeb site have Chad Gable listed as black? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Ollie can finally redeem himself for that Quizzlemania guest. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes <laughs> you just got to get it out of your head. Oh, God. Um, Lakshiham Narashimham B, along with Ollie's freedom, if Luke wins, he can go to drafts and go, I deserve to be at the NRB table since I am something Adam isn't. Jam that champion. So let us in, punk. Jam that jam. Get on board! Survivor Series this weekend. Mm. You and I are both working this weekend again. Mm. Um, how are you feeling about How are you prepping for it? But then there's no... There's nothing for... December. Yeah, and we're not doing live reactions for day one. Nope. So really, it's we're, we're, we're scot-free until the end of January. Two months off, basically, mm. from doing live reaction shows. Uh, I am going out Friday for someone's birthday. I'm going out Saturday for someone's birthday. Uh-oh. So I'm either going to be in a great nocturnal state or hungover and grumpy. Mm-hmm. How about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going out. Uh, that that that's not really on my my radar. I suppose it will depend on how. So the kid at the moment is going through. Uh, a, a, so they go through a leap, which is sort of like it's like a physical and mental thing. So she goes through a growth spurt, but she also has like a massive like mental leap in terms of what she is aware of and what she's sort of taking in, and it creates. I'm gonna have to Google this. I've never heard of this. This is two two months in, right? Yes. So yeah, she turns two months on thursday and then she is going to develop what you're making it sound like an x-men power (laughs) so it's called uh so this leap includes something that's called purple crying (laughs) it stands for purple crying (laughs) purple crying Uh, I, we, we were talking about this last night. Me and my dad have come to the conclusion that they started with purple and worked their way backwards from there. Right. So it means uh, the characteristics of prolonged crying can be explained by the acronym PURPLE described below. P. Peak crying. Your baby might cry more <laughs> each week and most in the second month. P stands for peak crying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Shut up. You. Unexpected. Crying can come what? And, crying can come and go and you don't know why. She has been doing that a lot. Okay. She'll just, she'll be so happy. She'll be like proper smiling and all of a sudden just burst into tears and proper like loud crying, which is the next P. Pain like face. A, <laughs> a crying baby may look like they're in pain even when they're not. We did think she was unwell because mm. it was just like and she, she cries and screams so much that she can't actually make noises. That she's just she's that upset God, about that's things. That's so distressing. It's very it's very. It's upsetting. like your 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 whole household must feel like it's hostage to a a bipolar thing. Uh, L long lasting crying can last as long as five hours what? or more. 
She hasn't been that bad. What's the longest? Purple <laughs> Purple crying. Um, I actually don't think she's been that bad because you just stick a, a boob in her mouth and that like proper calms right. her down. Uh, same here. Yeah, well, I mean, it's what I think fixes a lot of it, to mm. be honest. It is funny, though, because like she'll get like, she'll cry and she'll scream and she'll be so upset that when you stick a boob in her mouth, she's not over the crying portion of it yet. So she's just <laughs> crying with a boob in her face. Uh, and E, <laughs> evening. Your baby might cry in the late afternoon and evening, which is funny enough when I get home. Whoa, 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 whoa. P? Okay, P? Peak crying. Peak <laughs> Pete crying. <laughs> you unexpected, unexpected are... R, resist soothing. <laughs> Come on. P, again? P is pain-like face. Pain-like face. L? Long-lasting. Long-lasting. E is... is evening. Evening. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with this? The NHS. Oh, I thought this was going to be some terrible self-help book for Mum, parents. Mum's net thing or something. No, that's the NHS. That's the best. I want my taxes back. <laughs> you know? Um, I'm doing okay. I don't want to pay for everybody else's nonsense. Let me just quickly go. Breastfeeding advice. It's terrible. There was something actually that we were looking at on the breastfeeding like help and support page of the NHS. Um I feel like they don't understand what an acronym is. <laughs> you can't just put a sentence into the into a letter of an acronym. Mm -hmm. The point is it, it's singular words. So we were um, curious about what my wife can and cannot eat while mm. she is breastfeeding. So things like, you know, caffeine is <clears> like, you, it's not just tea and coffee that contains caffeine. It's in chocolate and various energy drinks and soft drinks. It's wise to cut caffeine out while breastfeeding. Smart thing. We're just having decaf coffees. And you had to kick the heroin as well. Because that passes on. Oh, absolutely. Uh, alcohol. Obviously, it's safer not to drink any alcohol while breastfeeding. But the occasional drink is unlikely to harm your baby. One to two units of alcohol once or twice a week should be fine. Not drinking at all, but she will have a drink come Christmas. Here's the interesting ones. Uh, fish. It's good to include two portions of fish per week. But when you're breastfeeding, limit swordfish, marlin, or shark to just one portion a week. Mm. That's unfortunate. It's re it's it's wrecked havoc with our uh, dietary and our, our menus. You both uh, vegetarian and vegan menus. Yeah, can't eat that can't shark eat, soup eat, anymore. Well, I mean, it's it's annoying because we were having two portions of shark a week, <laughs> and now we can only limit ourselves to just one mm. and and marlin because do you know why it is? Well, I isn't it big fish like that eat lots of little fish and. It's mercury, right? Mercury is the mm. correct answer, yeah. Uh, don't eat more than two portions of oily fish a week, such as fresh tuna, uh, salmon, trout, mackerel, herring, sardines, or pilchards. We don't eat much fish anyway, but we, yeah. ha we have had tinned mackerel. Uh, you know what? What, what's, what would help me remember this <laughs> is some kind of acronym of all the fish. Okay, so that was, let me, uh, foods to avoid. I'll just open up that eBay listing I was looking at Andy for earlier. Uh, do, 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 do. So you need to find an acronym for uh, shark marlin swordfish. Wait, oh, let me write down these letters. Shark marlin yep. swordfish. Yep. SMS. Uh, tuna, salmon, trout, mackerel, <laughs> Richard herring, sardines, pilchards. Um, this is the worst countdown board ever. <laughs> There's no vowels. Some. Sums to sums, hubs. 
but can you not like you know like you could make some up you're right so you could find a vowel to put in there that you can link to <laughs> one of the other fishes well we i haven't got time for this because we've got to <laughs> gotta, go, gotta live. go live but if anyone can think of something if you can make that advice <laughs> fit into the word boob <laughs> I would like that very much. Absolutely. Support at WrestleTalk.com. Send us an email. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care, everyone. Uh, oh, Pete and... Oh, I'll be back tomorrow. It's me and Tempo T. Reslo doing the NXT review mm. tomorrow. Then Ollie and I will be doing AEW on Thursday. And then on Friday, it'll be me and Tempo again. Oh, roll it back, brother. Survivor Series predictions on Thursday after AEW. Yeah, absolutely right. Me versus Pete in Survivor Series predictions. Then on Friday, it'll be me and Tempo doing the uh, the Team Danuke show, hopefully with Matt McMuscles this week. And then over the weekend, SmackDown review with the Lost Intangibles and the Survivor Series review. Thank you all so much for listening. Take care. I love you. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 